Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello again. Welcome to the next episode of More Than Just a Podcast. Podcast. How many episodes is it now, Sean? <laughs> now, now you might have called me out here. Eighteen, I think. I believe it's eighteen, but I don't know if it was eighteen last week and now it's nineteen. But I believe it's episode eighteen. And I am George. I am with Sean West Ham Football. Hello. And John West Ham JB. Hello. On Twitter. Hello. Um, Reese isn't here again. So, and you are George W H U F C with a few more followers after you nicked my BlackBerry on Saturday night and tweeted out, "Please Prove follow it. me. I'm a legend." Prove it. You can't remember what you were doing <laughs> Saturday night. <laughs> I was asleep at the time the tweet was sent out. So, after being at the fisting, yes. Anyway, um, Reese has gone on loan to Cole Shorten Athletic, and it's that far away that uh, he has to stay away. No, he uh, <laughs> he has a training and meeting tonight because tomorrow they play Lincoln City in a FA Trophy replay, which is again the be- the biggest game that Carlisle and Athletic have ever played in in their history. In their history, yes. Did he play? He played on Saturday. Did played he play full ninety minutes. 90? He did. Did he get to play a rating? Um, I don't know. I don't think the Sun were very interested, to be honest. Hmm. But um. Apparently, well, um, I read the well reports. during the podcast, I'm going to look if there were payer ratings for I that game. I read the reports of the game, and he played four ninety minutes and looked like he was getting involved a lot. So that's good. Excellent. Well done, Reese. We wish you near, all the best. Anyone lives near Carl Shorten, and they've got nothing to do tomorrow night and Tuesday, Tuesday night, um, go down to Carl Shorten Athletic and watch Reese play against Lincoln City in the FA Trophy. Um, we went to Portsmouth on Saturday. Woohee! And we won. Woohee. John had a really good day, didn't you, John? Oh, I had a wonderful day, yes, thank you. And Sean recorded it all. Yes, I so did a second outside to, broadcast. You will be able to listen to our day out at the end of this podcast. Including John slurring. If you really want to. If you really want to. Last 15 Trust minutes me, of it's podcast. Worth it. it is. It's, it's podcast gold. Podcast, Podcast gold. gold. <laughs> um, but we won the game itself, so let's go over that first. Shall we? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do cover a bit of the game on, on the outside broadcast, but let, let's lot. quickly discuss it. it. Not really quite a lot. But did we um... fan opinions. Oh. Yeah. What, on, what, what about, about say, the FA Cup game? Did we cover that yet? Yeah, we done that last week, didn't we? we? Did yeah, pay attention, John. Right. Were you here? Yeah, know, were you here? It? I know you switch off sometimes. You talking to me? Yeah. Yeah, we've just got the one game, the okay. Portsmouth game um, at Fretton Park. I'll go through the stats first because I think they're quite shocking. Yeah, prove that we need a striker. Um, we had fifty-two percent of possession over the game, which surprised me. But I suppose we did go. We did have an extra player to them. Um, attempts on target: Portsmouth nine, West Ham two. Yeah, and attempts off target: Portsmouth four, West Ham eight. Yeah. That tells Just the tale. Not very good, it? is it? Um, the possession thing was when they went down to ten men. We sort yeah, of. Yeah, th- there is one thing I want to pick up. It's not in your stats, but it is on my BBC oh, website sorry. that I've got in front of me. 
is the yellow cards. And if you notice, I picked up on last time, we've been picking four or five yellow cards up per game in the last few league games. And this time it was Portsmouth being dirty. Pierce picked up a yellow card. Norris got sent off. Mullins, ex-former Hammer, got a yellow card. Kitson got a yellow card for Portsmouth. And just our friend Kevin Nolan got a yellow card for um, West Ham. So Wasn't that for dissent as well? It might have been for dissent. So it, it showed that we were a, li- a little bit more cleaner maybe and that they were not trying to knock lumps out of us a bit. Either that or those um, Nick and that who were with us, the Portsmouth fans that were with us, seemed to think that the referee was very biased. So maybe it was... Well, that's one of the things. You know, there were three penalty appeals. Um... And, you know, there was the first one for Portsmouth. Looked a good shout to me. Then there was one for West Ham. Looked another good shout to me. And then there was the final one, which obviously was given. And uh, Noble um, scored. Um, but for me, all three were penalties. I don't know about you, Jonathan. I don't. I mean, I, I, the uh, Faber one where he got taken out right in front of us, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, that looked to me like a clear-cut penalty. But uh, the, at the time, I didn't actually see their shout. I was... Uh, well, the, the football so league was, show was about fifty-three seconds. Yeah, so no, I didn't, yeah, didn't they just sh- they showed the penalty. Um, obviously, the, the, the decision that left lent to the penalty, and and obviously the sending, sending off. off. And even that was pretty was very quick. So, yeah. George, penalties, yes. penalties, penalties. Were they penalties? Did you see their shout? Um, no, I haven't seen it. To be honest, was it down our end? Was it no. the other end? No, I was quite near the front, so I didn't really see yes. it. Yes. Um, yes. I thought ours was a penalty, and I thought we should have had a penalty before. Yeah, so yeah. you're saying the two West Ham shouts were penalties, but... And it, I can't comment on the ports before. Yeah, it looked like a penalty to me. But yeah, I think, as I as you hear on the outside broadcast, I think we deserve to win it. I think we defended well enough and controlled the game for long enough. But we should have scored more. I, I am going to... Portsmouth were unlucky not to score. I'm going to say, though, I do get, and, and you're going to be quite surprised this, I'm getting a bit pissed off with Sam Allardyce sending emails out saying how outstanding we were. What a great victory. I mean, there was an email in my email box this afternoon going, what a fantastic victory. What, how outstanding our defence is. And, you know, if it wasn't for a poor December, you know, how brilliant we would be. And I'm starting to think... <laughs> If you watch the game, it, it it wasn't an outstanding victory. It was quite close, and and you know if we could so easily have come away from with a draw there, and and I don't think we were in that much control that Sam thinks we were. No, we we got, say it's, we got Tell control. me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong, guys. Well, we got we got control more so when they went down to ten men. I mean, I the last, they got too much possession. The last fifteen minutes of the first half, they were pushing hard, and they had quite a few chances. But you know, we we are everything. Anybody who says that West Ham are no longer the West Ham and all that, every time I see them, it is more food for that. It, it actually, you know, you can't disagree with people. You know, you say, "Well, we grind out the wins. We're winning the Sam Anadice way, and all this stuff." And I accept that because we've had such so little success over the last few years and we have been pretty dire for the last couple of years under Grant and Zola and that. But what, you know, they give it gives people that argument. It gives people that ammunition all the time to say that we are not worth watching because we play unentertaining football. We're rubbish to watch. And, you know, every time I see them, it just reinforces that because this game, again, was not a good watch. I just want to talk, because we don't go over it in the outside broadcast, but um, we were in, allegedly, the executive seats. I mean, if you haven't been to Fratton Park, it's quite an old-school stadium, uh, which is a polite way of saying it's a shithole. And we were going... It it is a bit strong, but uh, most Portsmouth fans, I'm sure, would agree with me. Um, We went corporate, which is like going to, like, the Bowling pub (laughs) and and, and having some some pie and mash and and, and paying for your own beers. And then we got led to our executive seats, John, didn't we? And our executive seats um, (laughs) didn't look that executive. They had an extra bit of cushion on them. Um, but we were amongst what, the sorry, Portsmouth, what, what weren't we? What are you complaining about here? It's I'm just like, saying. nothing to complain well, about. 
that old guy behind me, who was a Portsmouth fan, wasn't too happy when I started talking about West Ham and saying no ball will score here, was he? Sorry, John, is that a phone on over there? No. I just heard a dick 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 and then you looked at your phone. Yeah, that's why I just turned it off there. Like. Oh. Oh. Anyway, um, we, well, there's not a lot to say about the game, is there? About, anyway, yeah. The people behind us and that were Portsmouth fans because we were sitting in with Portsmouth, essentially, Sean. Yeah. Our executive box wasn't very executive. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Which just isn't good enough yeah. for your standards, is it, No, Sean? it's not. Um, she's coming a bit early tonight. Um, oh, oh. Hey. Who were Mrs? It is Mrs. Clunge. Hello, Mrs. Clunge. Hello again. Um, the Chorluca deal is dead. Um, the player was after more than he's on at Spurs, and he wouldn't pass full medical due to his foot injury, so that one's finished. Um, Trap One from Knees Up Mother Brown has tried to rubbish me and Adsman on kneesupmotherbrown.com. Um, Trap One is just jealous. He, his info is a load of pony, and he really, really gets anything right. Um, I can't confirm the reports about Freddie Piccio and Johnny Wolves just yet, but that could happen. Um, Wolves press officer was also unable to confirm it at the moment. Um, no one wants Sears or Alunga at the moment, and Watford have accepted that Sawdale will be sold if they get their asking price. Um, we believe they want around £4 million and Watford rejected our £2.2 million bid for him. Um, I've said it many times, but Tompkins is not leaving. No one will believe me. I did say Ridgewell would be coming, but the offer was declined by Birmingham. Um, I just want to ask you a question. How come every player we go for, we get rejected due to poor bids, but we manage to sell our best player, Parker, for half of what he is worth? Um, that doesn't make sense to me. Um, Ryuchi Maeda looks good in training. Apparently he's a very fast and sharp player. Um, he is desperate to join West Ham, but we'll see what happens with that one. Um, we have bid for Mervyn Celik. But he has four offers on the table, including ours, so he's got a choice. Um, I did confirm that George John would be signing before it was officially announced on whufc.com. Um, we have bid or inquired about every player I have said we would. Transfers are complicated and can fail for many reasons. We've looked at Kane Fernand, Liam Ridgewell, Bobby Zamora, Andy Johnson, Jordan Rhodes and Mervan Celik. Um, they've all been subject to inquiries or bids. Um, there have been loads of conflicting stories on roads. We did offer 4.5 million as our final bid, as it seemed Huddersfield were unwilling, unwilling to sell, but they're still holding out. And Liverpool have also registered an interest in the past week. Um, I can confirm there's no truth in the Lampard link. That would never happen on every level. That's fans, player and money. Um, Reading are proving very hard to deal with regards to Jimmy Kebe. They don't want the player to go and they don't want to sell to West Ham especially. The deal could still happen, but probably much nearer the deadline, if anything. Stoke are interested in him as well. Um, I can confirm West Ham officially stopped paying David Bentley's wages today, Monday. Um, just what a waste of money that was, really. And ticket sales are slow for Nottingham Forest. There's still 4,000 left for that game on Saturday. And Millwall was selling well, but capacity cut to just under 29k. And there's still 2,500 left. Um, I'll see you next week. Thank you, Mrs. Clunge. Very insightful and helpful once again. Any agree, everybody? Oh, yes. yes. Thanks, Clungy. I know few people doubt you, um, but when you have a look at the, you know, the Sun, the Mirror, all of these papers that do rumours, and you look at Clungy's success rate, yes, I'm sure she gets a few wrong, but you, when you look at the success rate of what what things have proved to be right, you know, it's up there in the high nineties, and there's not many papers or other sources that can claim the same success rate. So yes, there's a few wrong. But I, I still believe in Clungy. In Clungy, we believe. Well said. Um, John, you wanted to discuss the accounts today. Yes. I well, looked at them and didn't really understand. Well, them, so. yeah, I, I know this is... This Sorry, is can I just, just say on that? Yeah. That I know I read the basis of it and Sky are reporting like all their headline is that West Ham made an operating profit. Yes. Which doesn't tell the true story, does it? Yeah, no, he doesn't. No, so yeah, we uh, for the first time, and it, it's quite complicated that the, the the club made an operating profit of six point eight million, but 
they made a loss of 18.6 million. So, I mean, turnover's up to 80 million, but you've got to remember, this is actually accounts while we were still in the Premiership. So it's up to the end of the 31st of May 2011 while we're still in the Premiership. So the main reason that turnover went up so much was I think we got about £46 million um, Sky rights, you know, broadcasting rights from Sky. And obviously that is going to be absolutely decimated in the next accounts. Um, our player wages went up and they are blaming, you know, the spending heavily in the January transfer window to avoid relegation. I mean, they make they, they cut their overhead slightly by about fifteen percent, and they cut they cut uh, the money the interest we pay to banks by about another million and a half. You know, it's, there's some good news there if you read it, and I'm going to write a blog about it and analyse it a little bit more on the balance sheet and everything else. Really, I am, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, well, interesting. Yeah. But wait. you know, it has shown that they've they've made some improvement. But you know, the worst is yet to come. Next accounts that will be released in a year's time will show how well we suffered uh, in the championship. Um, and we'll see. But, yeah, a bit misleading. Uh, the the 6.8 op- operating profit is a bit misleading. When you look at overall debts, there are 142 million, by the way. Well, 142 million. I didn't million. see that. I, I saw the, it was a hundred and something million. It was down to 80 million. What was that then? Yeah, that's that's the actual debt to the banks. But you, when you look at all debts no, and debt everything else. the debt to the else. banks were 40 something. Oh, well. Yeah, Sean, get your facts right. You'll now. see. If you're going to come on here and talk million, numbers, need to get them straight. Yeah, I will. I, I will name the source when I look it up. But the 140, when, when you add it all up, and I, I'm not an accountant, but I've spoken to accountants today. 142 million loss. I spoke to my accountant today. That was good. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> it's time for... David, David, question time, 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 time. And this is the time of the podcast where we look back at David Gold's answers to fans' tweets because he's so kind as to answer people. So we just give you a recap of these. Um, when Reese is here, we usually do comedy voices, and I slipped into a few comedy voices by myself last week. I wonder if John's going to do any comedy voices, are you, John? Um, no. He's not. So I might <laughs> well, Maybe we should later. make John David Gold, and I could do comedy voices. What do you think? Could do. Well, I'm not such so good as a cheeky chappy as you are, Sean. That's the thing. <laughs> Let's start this one Am I still from, David Gold? Then? I can do David yeah, Gold. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. Whatever you want. All right, Sean, you do comedy voices of me. Yeah. As as a fan, and Dad, John, you are David Gold. Oh yeah, yeah. David Gold. Okay, I'll start from Nathaniel John. Do the West Ham board talk? Owners say redevelopment of Upton Park out the question. Brady is now saying it's a possibility. It's possible. It's always been possible, but it's not desirable. Is that you, Dave? It is me. Yeah. There are many obstacles, and new stadium would be preferable. DG. Carnage seventy four. I kind of knew which you would prefer: a new stadium or develop the one. <laughs> oh, or more of the current stands. <laughs> Shall I say that again? No, that's fine. That's fine. Stratford is the ideal location for WHFC. Great transport links, facilities, etc. But the stadium must be fit for purpose, DG. Will there be more tickets made available for the Ipswich game? 2,200 is a small allegation. Need a ticket. 2,200 tickets for the Ipswich game is the maximum, DG. WHUFC News underscore news. See, I'm not used to doing this bit. You don't have to read the names all the time. Matt Phillips is quick, young, great delivery, 30 goals in uh, 19 and available for about 3 mil. Not true. He's not for sale in the January window, DG. David, we know Sam no keeper again. We've no subkeeper again. Who does Sam favour to take over should Rob get injured? He's sure to have a plan. Yes. Henry is a backup keeper. He's played there in emergencies in big games in the past, DG. Hello, David. Saucy Encounters here. David, have you got a big chopper? I wouldn't say it's big, but it's fast, DG. Any chance of roads coming in the transfer window? 
I don't believe Huddersfield will sell in January, DG. Gary's on with the others slipping up too, but we really need to bring a goal scorer though. (laughs) (laughs) There isn't a club in our division that isn't saying what we need is a striker. Oh yes, and by the way, one that scores goals, DG. Any news on any of the injured players? Taylor, most importantly, how close were we to signing anyone? Many thanks. Taylor and Fay could be available for Nottingham Forest, DG. Robert Hall scored a hat-trick in the reserves. When is he going to be given a chance to start? <laughs> Your face when you do as, these voices is absolutely genius. As, as soon as the, Sam thinks he's ready, DG. What do you think of Robert Hall when we first team players soon, from what I know, I don't, a number of these young players could be playing in the first team in the not too distant future. So you've uh, asked, you've asked the tweet and answered uh, it, DG. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I didn't understand what you were saying, but you clearly just ran through the lot. So that's back over to you. It, it's actually saying, what do you think of Robert Hall and Fanimo? Fanimo, will they be in the first team players soon? Uh, Oh. From what I saw tonight, a number of these young players could be playing in the first team in the not-too-distant future. DG. Are you working hard on new signings, or is it all being left to big Sam? David Sullivan plays a big part in the negotiations, DG. John, just because of traditions, you have to read this question out, and I'll answer it. Right, Cop- it's from Copsy25. Good win on Saturday, DG. Care to join me at Christy Burr's karaoke for a glass of for a glass of milk and enough scampi to confuse Bill Oddie's face? SC. He put SC at the end. Um, <laughs> what is that? What's that? That's mostly his initials because David Gold does uh, DG. Yeah. Thanks, Coxie. Maybe another time, DG. Oh, we like them. That was. <laughs> That was very entertaining, as always. Um, I hope you agree. I I enjoyed doing comedy voices, and and maybe I, uh, John, can do David Gold next week and from now on, and I can work on some of my um, my comedy voices. John, John, you have. I want to. Yeah, I want to say something about this thing here, where um, John Nathaniel asked about what they were doing about the redevelopment of Upton Park. And he, Gold said it's possible, it's always been possible, but it's not desirable. Now that is completely different to yes, what, than what he said in the past. He said it was not an option, not yeah, possible. We, we could, and I think he, and you're right, and if we look back on previous David Gold question times, I'm sure he's just said, we cannot get the planning. Yeah, he's saying we, it so can't I, be done. I, I, I'm not going to defend feasible. him on this occasion. I'm going to agree with you, John. Shock Listen, John, Sean is agreeing with John. We are in total agreement. Yeah, so you know, that, Put that's that in your pipe t- and smoke it, DG. Yeah, well, then you need to start realising that everything that he comes out with isn't the gospel, Sean. So, oh, no, no. As, as we said with Clunge, you know, getting 90% right, DG gets 95% right. I think his heart's still in the right place. Extra he wants what's best. He wants what's best, but he can't come out and be honest on he, everything. He wants what- And I think he has to be positive for the Olympic Stadium. All right, he's been caught out on this one, but long term, we all know his heart's in the right place. He wants what's best for West Ham. He the got lo- this one wrong. The long term plan for the Olympic Stadium, Sean, was simple. Was oh, don't clear, get on this one. We'll we, we spend the, the next five minutes. The we we'll spend the next five minutes arguing. We haven't got the time because we we've got, got the, the outside broadcast. We've got the OB. Yeah. Anyway, Sean's transfer rumour update, Sean. Yeah, well, I, I had a little time to look at the transfers and you've caught me out a little bit, but I'm just picking them up now. It's only so, next on the running order, don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, so I know. So, yeah, uh, three ones I pick up. Um, you know, that we spoke about, and I can't even pronounce his name. What's the Japanese striker's name? Royichi Maeda. Maeda. So they're saying uh, he underwent a short trial and uh, he didn't impress West Ham. This seems to be against Clunge. So Clunge could be wrong. Um, but the Daily Mail and Sky Sports both say that and said he didn't impress. Sky and Sports is usually quite a solid source, isn't it? Yeah. Their sources. So moving on to Sunday people, uh, Allardyce has set his sights on Marvin Sordell from yep. Watford. Yep. Um, apparently we're prepared to pay 2.5 million, and we heard talk of that from Clunge as well. 
But the one really is getting me excited is Guardian, and it was only yesterday, in saying Wolves are finalising a deal for West Ham United striker Freddie Piquion. <laughs> but there's a few that came in today after I did that roundup. Um, one of them is from the Epping Forest Guardian, saying that Aston Villa midfielder Fabian Delph yep. is, uh, is in the mix. Player. Apparently, he's ex-Leeds. They sold him for eight million in two thousand and nine. It says in the story. Is that is that for purchase? Yeah, for purchase. Did I remember now? Talk sport. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Talks about Yannick Sagbu. Do you know about him, Striker? No. Sagbo. So I, I did look he's, him up. And, he's and, the stepbrother of... Yeah, he's the half-brother of Guy Demel. Yeah. And w- when I looked at it first... He's got exactly the same website, and I said, "What's the link between these two? And they're, they're half brothers. Yeah. So, but that's 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 not new, is it? So, a new one tonight. That's not new. Burnley striker Jay Rodriguez. Is it? Yes. Yes. Um, that's on West Ham till I die, saying that we're uh, we're making inquiries about him. Is he any good? Don't know. I don't know much about him, to be honest. And I I'll save the best for last. Saw Dale's all right. Is he? Saw like, Dale's a good player. I hear the um, and I, this might be main news, and I might be might be made to look silly now that the Billy Sharp transfer to Leicester has collapsed or about to collapse. Yeah, that's what old news. And, I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know that. And that uh, you know West Ham may come in with a late bid for apparently Master he turned Sharp. it down. Sean apparently he decided not to go. Really? Yes, apparently. Not to go to Leicester? Yes. Yeah, well, they did say it's down to personal terms now. And I also hear today, last thing, is Jordan Rhodes has just been offered a new deal for uh, with Huddlesfield. Good luck to On him. improved money. Good luck I hope to he him. stays there. So do I. Yeah. Um, That's a transfer round. It's our Twitter question time now. Oh, yes, yes. So, we didn't have a particular question, did we? We asked some... A generic question. We did. So, first one I'll do it is from oh, it's a friend of mine, Lee's a magpie. Hello, Lee. He says, <laughs> "Who do you think will win the Premiership this year?" And then hashtag don't know what the podcast is about, which is fair enough if he hasn't listened. Who do you think will win the Premiership this year? Um, uh, West cares, Ham. Really? West Ham. Yeah, West Ham. That'd be clever. No, I think, you know... I want City to win, cause I bet one thing we looked at, I just showed you... Sorry, John, you carry on. No, I just I want City to win, because I'll put money on them at the beginning of the season. Uh, someone tweeted me a picture of the championship table last year, uh, on this week, and um, I think QPR had 49 points, and Swansea had 46 points. Uh, and I think both Southampton and ourselves have got 50 points. This isn't a question. I know, but I just thought I'd get that um, in. 
Andy Mason Irons says, what does everyone think about Brady saying we could stay up and develop Upton Park when Gold says that we can't? Well, John, you've kind of answered that already, haven't you? Yeah, I just think they're so, showing yeah. what they are. Um, Sarah Enio says, so we are winning and joint top, but my worry, 1-0, just ain't West Ham enough. Can we have a bit of the West Ham way back? Well, I think we had a bit of talk about that as well earlier. Did we? Or is yeah. it? In, I think it's in the uh, in the outside broadcast. Actually. Is it? Is it? Um, MJK seventy two. So sorry, yeah, Sarah. The answer to that is in the outside broadcast. No, I think up. it is also. Yeah, and earlier maybe it is. Yeah, but yes, yeah, coming up. And MJK seventy two says. What's the West Ham Man U target rumour? The link isn't working. This is to you, Sean. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I know. I've got to prepare that and look it up. Uh, can you move on to the next one so I can find that one out, George? Oh, Sarah tweeted again saying, or am I asking too much? A two-goal win or sparky performance? Been a few months now. Or premiership at any price? That's what everyone has to either sort of accept or not accept, isn't it? That's the point. Um, Jesse nineteen sixty five says, "Would we be the same? Be in the same position if Parker stayed, and Nolan didn't come?" Oh, that's a difficult one. I, I don't. When well, the way Parker was at the beginning with us, he was quite often half hearted. I thought, so I don't think he would have sort of had his head in the right place if he'd have stayed. So. I think it was the right thing for him to do to move. The only disappointing thing was he went to Tottenham and we didn't get a lot of money for him. And they're third. Um, and she also asks, if Allardyce left, who would we want as manager? Oh. Then she says Di Canio, etc. Not Di Canio. Not ready. Not I'd yet. Di Canio tomorrow. I'll would take... you? Yeah, mm. definitely. No. I'll take that. What's his name from Swansea? Neil, Neil Warnock? <laughs> joke, joke before. What's his name? What's the Swansea manager? George. Um, Brendan Rogers. Brendan Rogers. You want him, do you? Yeah, they just they had facts today and figures saying that they. It, I heard something on the radio today saying that um, Leon Britton is in the top five passes in Europe, pass completion. Is he really? And there's two Swansea players in the top ten. Who's the other one? Angel Alan. or Angel? Alan. Oh, Reese's mate. Have, have you uh, read... Where have you got up to? Oh, yeah. So you've got up to... I'm doing them all. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's yeah. one from Simon Tunhill. No, you missed the other one about Jamie... What one? Mackie's agent was at Chadwell Heath. Oh, right. That wasn't a question, was it? That was no, saying but... that Jamie Mackie's agent... That's from WHUFC yeah, underscore yeah, news. That was just a general thing to me. Um, Simon Tunhill was tweeted in for the first time in a while. He says, hi guys, is Reese J100 back tonight? He done great on loan, so I hear. He is such a role model. Oh, that's nice. Um, he's not back, as I mentioned earlier. But he should be here next week, fingers crossed. Um, Carnage74 says, where would you like to see the club go if we had to leave Upton Park? Wembley. <laughs> Wembley. <laughs> yeah, once a year. Um, I'm... I don't know there was talk about him going to the bus station, wasn't there once? Yeah, no, it was yeah, it was um Royal Mail, wasn't it? Yeah. And Nebsy One is someone that me and you know. He says, Here's my question. Why are West Ham so bloody poo at football? <laughs> That's uh Uncle Ben. Alright. Oh, What's your answer for him? Because we don't play very well. I think um, okay. I'm not sure that's true. I just think we're winning ugly, and and we have to win ugly. I've seen this before. It's a necessary yeah, you said evil. It so many it's times. Yeah. Well, then if it's calendar the questions, I'll ask it's it. It's not true though, is it? Because calendar got out of six it playing all right. You know, a lot of teams play out, play their way out of the championship. Sean. Calendar six has sent in a topic more than a question of just ex players we could. Resign, Leon Britton. That would come. He was a West Ham fan, apparently. I'm sure he's a Swansea fan now. He's been there since they promoted since 
He's been there a while. League two. Now they're in the Premiership and he's the best passer in Europe. There you go. Better than Chabby. Better than uh, Kevin Nolan. (laughs) (laughs) So I I can answer your question now about Hammers race. uh, It didn't take long, did it? For the Manchester United target. Zaha. No, it's the highly rated Crystal Palace Nathaniel Klein. I've never heard of him. Apparently, he's a 20-year-old. There you go. That's nice. He's incredibly talented in both his natural position of defence and attack. Very nice. And he's one of Palace's most important players. So that's on uh, Forever West Ham. And our friend, Henry Lowe. Do you remember Henry Lowe? We did our... um, Oh, yeah, Henry. He's the chap who did uh, uh, a report once for Palace Away. That's cool. Mm. Thank you, Henry. Um, I think that's it for this yeah. week's Monster Podcast podcast. Now the best bit. But you've got the best bit coming up now because <sighs> it is our outside broadcast. Outside broadcast. The Portsmouth, the Pom- sorry, the Pompey tapes. The Pommy tapes. Uh, or as I put it on a few tweets that, uh, and George called me a simpleton, the Pommy tapes. Um, it's very entertaining. Also slightly rude. Just pre-warning. Um, and just want to clarify that Nick and Carl are Portsmouth fans because that's quite unclear in the beginning. And Comedy Dave is a Man United fan and George, John, Sandra and Sean are West Ham fans. I think they gathered that bit. <laughs> and it's, for, it's Forest next next game, Forest. Oh, yeah. Predictions. We win. Oh, Sean. 2-0. Yeah. That was John. Sean? 3-1. I'm going to go 4-0. I'm taking my daughter to her first yeah. game. Rosanna. I'm having to She's have got a season a weekend ticket, off. But she's only going to her first <gasps> game. <gasps> this weekend. Yeah. Okay. Bye, everybody. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. 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 Enjoy. So it's Saturday, the 14th of January, 2012. <laughs> and uh, we're driving on the A3 to Portsmouth um, for Pompey versus West Ham. And with me is Grumpy John. Hello. And hungover George. Hiya, you right? And uh, we've got a new person today who's called Comedy Dave. He's not really a West Ham fan, but he is for today. Good morning. So, um, he's also Sandra's dad, or Stephen's dad, uh, depending on what kind of high-pitched voice he has today, whether he's a Sandra or a Stephen. So, um, what happened the last time? A little bit of a stat for you. Um, We've played 35 times and we've won 14 times against Pompey. And uh, they've won 14 times. No, that's true. It was on the BBC website. It must be true. They never lie. So, what's your prediction for today, John? I think it will be an exciting game and it will be 2-0 to us. And George? I think we'll score in the last minute. Mark Noble, 2-1. And Comedy Dave? Well, what can I say? I'm looking forward to an exciting game and I'm hoping Hammers are going to do 2-1. And I will go for 1-0 win for West Ham a very boring I did predict 3-1 but I'm changed oh you did as well but I've I've changed it to 1-0 so uh, I'm sure we'll talk sometime today but uh, myself and John are having corporate hospitality in the executive lounge and uh, <laughs> and John, Sandra and Comedy Dave are with the proper fans in the away end um, and uh, I think we're checking throughout the day and uh, we've just we've just been joined by Sandra Stephen. He lives in Portsmouth because he goes to university here, and he's just got out of the shower, so he's sort of semi-naked. But we thought we'd say, uh, so what are your hopes there. for the game today? He's got water hanging off him. Well, I'm very optimistic, um, Sean. I think it's going to be a very successful day and a really enjoyable game, really. And what will the score be? Um, I'm going to go for 2-1 West Ham. And where will the battle? Will it be in midfield, defence? Where will it be? I think it's just going to be all over the place, really, Sean. You're, you're not in any hurry, then, no? <laughs> 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 Thank you, Sandra. 
so we're in corporate, we're in the Victory Bar at Portsmouth. Uh, let's just say it's not West Ham. It's, uh, they are in administration, so uh, we had pie and mash without liquor, and uh, it, was, it was all right. Uh, there's a cash bar because they can't take credit cards in case they bounce. Anyway. We're, we're sitting with Nick and Carl, and they're going to give their predictions. And well, the team news is just being announced. It looks like Cole up front. And uh, yeah, so over to Nick. So, Nick. What do you reckon? You've got a few injuries, you were saying. I think we have got a few injuries, but I think we've still got enough to squeeze out a 1-0 win. A 1-0 win to Portsmouth? Absolutely, a 1-0 win to Portsmouth. Let's have a look if Nick's right. Now we're going to move over to Carl, who's apparently a bit of a stato. Right. Um, you've got a great away record. We've got a great home record. You're at full strength. We're not. So I fancy a 1-1 draw. A 1-1 draw. We're going to come back to uh, Nick and Carl at half-time to see how we're doing. And John, John, you, you don't want to change your... No, I'm quite happy with my prediction. Yeah, yeah. And the, yeah. Team, the team is looking strong. Enjoying the Guinness? I'm loving the Guinness. Had a little glass of champagne at the beginning as well? Enjoying that fully, yeah. It's probably more carver than champagne. <laughs> probably, given, given the circumstance. Yeah. <laughs> Time West Ham 1 0 up for a penalty. Nick, I forget what you said, but you said a uh, Portsmouth win. Um, well, yeah, I think if we, look, if we look at the first half, it's been about some key decisions. One not going our way with, the, with a really strong shout for a penalty. Uh, and the penalty for, for West Ham, which you put away. Um, that said, I think uh, we're a second-half team. We will score in the, in the second half, and I'm still confident we'll win. So, Carl, I think you said a draw. You want to change your mind? No, I think it, I think it will still be a draw. You think you're going to come strong in the second half? I think we've already showed that at the latter part of the first half. So, John, your synopsis of the first half? My synopsis, I think we've been brilliant. I don't know what I'm on about. I've just got <laughs> no idea. Yeah, uh, so we're, we're one I agree. Last 15, 20 minutes, they've been all over us, and we've been hanging on. But you know, I, I think we should have had a penalty before we got our penalty. Yeah. I didn't actually see their penalty. Yeah. What was your prediction before the game? I had us down for two 0 and, and a good game. So yeah, you still up for that? Still up for that. So uh, it's full time, one nil to West Ham. Uh, Nick. Um, sorry to say, this is Portsmouth fan Nick. Uh, it's 1-0, you lost. You played quite well, actually. Uh, what do you want to say about the game? You went down 10 men. I think the sending off killed the game. Um, completely flat after that. We had nothing in midfield. Uh, and Sam did what he did best and, and closed the game down. So uh, a disappointing result. But I think the result was there once we, had, um, once we went back down to 10 men. Kyle, you said a draw. Didn't happen. Uh, no, but I didn't take the uh, sending off into account, unfortunately. And was it a sending off? Um, I think it probably was, yeah. But I didn't see it properly, but it probably was, yeah. Were you, you hoping for more from your boys? Um, no, not really. We just played uh, probably the best team in the league and um, narrowly lost the game based on a sending off. So, no, I think yeah. we did quite well. I like the uh, best team in the league bit. <laughs> you could come again. John. Yes. 1-0. Yeah. Did we deserve to win? Just about. I mean, after the sending off, I think we controlled the game with possession, but we still lacked the cutting edge up front. It's shocking, really, at times, but there you go. What can you do? All right. Well, thanks to Portsmouth fan Nick. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks to Carl or Carlos. I'd like to say see you next year, but I don't think we will. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to George and Sandra and Comedy Dave later. Well, the proper fans have come back and joined us, right? The people that are in the, in the proper away end. And we're going to start with George. George, well-deserved win? Um, yeah, I think so. I think we're the better team overall, but we should have scored more. 
Well, I, I thought that Portsmouth had quite a lot of the ball at the times, and even after they went down to ten men, they were still like getting too much ball, even in the last ten minutes. I mean, I agree. I agree. However, overall, on the whole, I think we were the better team. All right, and uh, I, I won't disagree with you, Sandra. AKA Stephen, what do you think? Um, I think it was a good game overall. I think um, I think you're quite right. Actually, Portsmouth did threaten us quite a lot towards the end of the game, um, but I'm pleased with the one 0 win. Now here we go. We're going over to Comedy Dave. Now Comedy Dave is not really a West Ham supporter, um, but he's the uh, father of a West Ham supporter. So Comedy Dave, what did you think as a neutral? Well, same old West Ham. I'm afraid can't find a goal. They need to. Entertaining though. Good game. Yeah, and did we deserve to win? Yeah, you did. Yeah, definitely. Two biggest players need to put more in. So what? What two biggest players? Cole and Diop. Diop. That's the one. Papa Diop. Yeah, got knocked off the ball too easily. Big fella. And do you want to admit uh, who you do support? Um, yes. I'm a London Red, and I've been to Manchester. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So he lives in Surrey, and he supports Manchester United. Thank you. So we're in a pub called The Fisting in uh, Albert Road in uh, Portsmouth. Called the what? The Fisting. <laughs> no, it's not called. What's it called then, John? It's the Fest. Fest. Festing. What's it called? George? Yes. Oh, here we go. George is drunk. It's called the F-E-S-T. The festing, not the fisting. And we've decided to celebrate going to the pub crawl down the Ralbert Road in Portsmouth. And later on we're going on to uh, Steve and Sandra's bar, which is Yates. Yes. And uh, and we're going to carry on celebrations there. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're going to have the last word from Comedy Dave. Comedy Dave, just say something very comedy. Hello. So we've moved on to the Leopold, which is another pub, and uh, we're still celebrating. George, still enjoying the win. A cruise ship has fallen over. Yes, that's the normal stuff from uh, George and Sandra. Yes. Excellent. The Leopold, on from the fisting, until we go to the next pub. So Nick, our Pompey fan in the Albert, wants to give his view of the whole game. Well, I think, as, uh, as Carlos and quite a few of us have said today, I think we have witnessed the champions, but actually probably disappointing football. I think we'll all agree, West Ham and Pompey United, that actually the football today was pretty flat. And whilst I think, and I'm hoping that West Ham win the league, so they hate the thought of scummers winning it, that actually West Ham need to actually pick up the football. Because whilst they beat us today, the football was poor. Just trend. Like Scummers is Southampton for uh, Portsmouth fans. So, uh, so uh, on to jo- uh, John. The po- he's saying the football was poor. No, I agree. The football was poor, and I think today is an example of where people are saying that how we're, we're playing football is not the West Ham way. And you're saying, well, we keep winning, we keep winning. Well, that's okay. But you can understand why people who say we want to win the West Ham way. You can see that's exactly why today well, we're not winning the West Ham way. We, we win, we grind it out, we do what we need to do. We're, we're lucky today. Lucky. Well, my view is that, you know, we haven't been playing the West Ham way for four or five years. This is the Sam Allardyce way. Grinding out 1-0 wins is a trademark of Sam Allardyce. And, you know, you might want to call it lucky. But, you know, how many 1-0 wins have we had with ground out? And, and you know, that's where we are, we, you know. We're joint top champions. That's what makes champions. We're top. We're joint top against Southampton. We got a little cushion against uh, Middlesbrough and um, and uh, Cardiff now. And, and you know, top two. That's what we need. So Nick, are we now the Man United of the Championship? Are people are people thinking that we're going to win before we get there? Absolutely. I, I wouldn't go as far as saying you're the you're the, the Man U of the, of the Championship. Why not? What's wrong with that? But I'd say everyone wants to beat West. Ham. West Ham are the big name in the championship. They're probably odds on to win the championship, so everyone raises their game to play it. So, you know, it's a big game. Every, every game that West Ham plays is probably a big game. Oh, 
We're in the fat box now, George. Are you having a good time still celebrating the win? Yes. John, this is a bit of a place that's quite old for you, isn't it? Or quite young for you. There's a lot of young ladies here. Do you feel comfortable in this surrounding? I feel very, I feel very comfortable in my surroundings. Comedy Dave, it's a town full of seamen. Are you comfortable with seamen? I think seamen has his place. Honestly, I think John is just a drunken slur tonight. I don't think will, this podcast will get any hits. I don't think it's good enough. Too much drunken talk. You all sound like you're just getting drunker and drunker, and it's not entertaining. Don't you agree, John? I think you're just full of shit, actually. John, do you enjoy semen? Not often. <laughs> Last place of the night, Yates. Good day, George. Pardon? Hey, you had a good day? Yeah, very good, thank you. Nick, I know you lost, but did you have a good day today? We're in Yates. I've had a, f- a fantastic day. I can't hear what you said. I've had a really, really good day, but I must say, I'm a little bit worse to wear now. George, uh, sorry, John, you're quite old. How's your day? You holding up all right? I'm trying to hang in there if I can, yeah. Doing my best. And Comedy Dave, you're 50 this year, aren't you? Yes, I am 50 years old this year. You must be quite tired now. I'm starting to feel it a little bit, but I must say, I'm very impressed with Portsmouth as a universal, brilliant place to go. Forget the Olympics, come to Portsmouth. That's where it's happening. So that's us, more than just a podcast, signing off from Portsmouth. Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.